Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 18 of the Pause Up podcast. Thank you all for uh, tuning in to us, whether you're on our Twitter account or the Lemon City Live Facebook and or YouTube. Joined with me, of course, is Jonathan Mayer, stepping in for Kevin Burrell, who is out today. He's over in Coral Gables. Don't even ask me why. <laughs> and with us today, a very special guest. Welcome, Grayson James. How are you doing, Grayson? I'm doing good, guys. Obviously, good to talk to you again. Um, but yeah, I'm doing good. Obviously, just finishing finals week this week, finishing mm -hmm. up the semester. Yeah. Um, spring ball didn't quite end how we wanted to with <laughs> Mother Nature, but, you know, just trying to finish the year out strong. No, I, I I feel you completely. We were all a bit disappointed at how the spring showcase uh, turned out, but again, I mean, no one can control the weather, sadly. So yeah, that's very true. Still, well, uh, there was a lot of fun and a lot of hype for the upcoming football season, which we'll talk about quite a bit. So let's just get into it, Grayson. Um, let's start off talking about your time uh, with FIU so far. You're you're entering you're in your junior year um, with the team. And just how's FIU treating so far, treating you so far? And, and just what do you think about the campus and just chilling in the city of Miami? Um, I mean, obviously, it's been it's definitely been great, obviously, just to see uh, the city of Miami, all that it brings. I mean, the weather that we already talked about and obviously the humidity that comes with that. It's been an adjustment, I'd say, but I've definitely enjoyed it. Um, uh, talking about how I got here, obviously, uh, Bren Renner was the one who recruited me here back with the old staff when Butch was here. And he was probably the, I would say the biggest reason that um, I ended up coming here along with um, just uh, learning about the school afterwards with just how weird the COVID recruitment was. And then obviously with um, Coach Mack and Coach Yost and the rest of the staff coming in this last year, I was able to uh, change the culture as you guys were able to see, just uh, obviously be able to see our talent, be able to show and just continue development with culture and just production was able to happen. And now we're on to year two with uh, Coach Mack. And I feel like we had a really good spring, got a, um, some new guys, young guys, some experience and some burn and be able to um, showcase what they're able to do and just mm -hmm. continually build that chemistry has been fun for sure. Oh, and Co I mean, uh, Grayson, I was gonna ask you, obviously your first year um, in 2021 as a freshman, um, you were the backup to Max Borgenschlager. And I want to know, like, what was the learning from him? Obviously, he's the all-time single-season passing or passing yeah. yards later. And obviously, Tyrese got the receiving yards. What was it like learning from Max, who was a guy that was a, from Maryland, came in here, and a really mm -hmm. uh, veteran-like guy um, here at FIU? Um, it's definitely really nice. I have all the respect in the world for Max just because, I mean, he's been through so much, obviously, um, coming from Maryland to FIU. And I remember when he was at Maryland, I know he had multiple OCs. So I want to say he's – I just having that experience of having to learn so many playbooks in um, so few years, um, just being able to pick his brain was definitely something that um, uh, I always look forward to doing because, I mean, he, he just knows so much and um, he's such a good dude. So just being able to learn from him, see how he handled his business day in and day out, um, I definitely appreciated being able to see that. And um, anytime I have advice, I still um, will reach out to him today, actually. Wow, that's super cool. That's super cool. We just got a we just got a message from our co-host Kevin Brawley saying in enemy <laughs> territory tonight, but what a game here at Mark Light Field where he's watching the Canes uh blow out FAU. Wishing wishing you all a good show. Be back next week. All right, thank you, Kevin. And um and I, I was talking with you before the before the show, Grayson. You're the mm -hmm. you're the first ever active player we've had on the show. 
and the support we've received uh, early this morning from all over the FYU athletics uh, landscape, not just football, but also uh, yes, yeah. basketball, baseball, soccer. It's super awesome. Just um, seeing, seeing everybody just get hyped to that. We have an active player. Uh, no, yeah, for sure. It's, it's an honor. To, it's an honor to be here. Like I, like I said, but yeah, I saw that um, get posted this morning and obviously kind of got some, some attention. So that was good to see just obviously be able to, be on here with you guys and just uh, get more interaction with the players as well is definitely something that I think yeah. can be fun for us moving forward. So, um, so you've been again as I said earlier, three years at FIU. What would you say has been uh, your best overall memory at FIU? If you had to narrow it down Ooh. to just one moment. I would say obviously I would the top two have got to be the Bryant game and probably the uh, Louisiana Tech game from last year. Interesting. Um, I would say that's tough just because I think with just the whole situation of how the Bryant game went down, I feel like that's mm -hmm. almost hard to um, replicate just coming in at halftime and then obviously having to come back in from a deficit in the first game. And I would say probably my first meaningful time and just be able to have that experience with the entire team and the program as the first game of the season and really the new era for coach Mack was, I probably had to go with that one just cause I don't, I don't think you can really top that with, I mean, it almost felt like a movie that night. Mm -hmm. and, and the bright game obviously brought a lot of, brought of momentum, obviously a big, a big game to begin the season, but that Louisiana tech game too, that was, that was coming off that win um, mm -hmm. at Charlotte as well. So you're on two game um, winning streak. Life was mm -hmm. feeling good. So both games, absolutely insane. And yeah, absolutely um, for sure. Yeah. Let's, let's talk a bit about that 2022 season because obviously the, the record was four and eight, but I don't think the record tells the whole picture. It doesn't capture oh. the resilience of that team and what the hell they had to overcome. So how would you best describe that season in your eyes, Grayson? Uh, I would definitely agree with you. I feel like the record definitely doesn't show um, everything that kind of went into it or really kind of the talent level or um, what we're capable of as a team. Obviously, with how things started, they started on the high note with the Bryant win. I feel like everybody was feeling good. And then um, we obviously went and played Texas State and the infamous mm -hmm. game against um, Western Kentucky that I think was kind of like an eye-opener for everybody else. And obviously, it could have been a freak-out moment, but in a way, I feel like that was probably the – turning point for our season just to kind of get everything back on track and having realistic expectations of what it took week in and week out for us to be able to perform at our um, best ability. And then obviously we kind of finally hit our um, stretch in the middle of the year, which I feel like we you can mm -hmm. see what we were really capable of. We were hitting on all cylinders. You could see the defense growing and offense just showing that um, explosive capability that I know we um, can have consistently. And then obviously just how things were at the end of the year, I feel like wasn't um, an accurate depiction of what we were going to do this year and what we really should have done. I feel like there was a lot of things that kind of didn't go our way, whether that was just execution, injuries, and just um, certain other things that we had going on. But I'm definitely looking forward to this upcoming season. I know we have um, a lot of things to build off of. But, um, yeah, just seeing the, um, the guys be able to grow um, all last mm -hmm. season through the ups and downs, uh, most importantly, because that just kind of builds that – builds you through adversity and builds your character. I'm looking forward to this upcoming year for sure. And just one last thing about last year before we move on the, the Rory awards were not that long ago. And if I'm not oh, mistaken, yeah. the team MVP for last year was, was flex and my, my God did flex have an amazing season. Do you a hundred percent agree with that? Was it the right pick? 
Um, I 100% agree. I mean, Flex, I would say he's he's the rock, he's the rock of the team. I mean, he's definitely, um, I would say, underrated aspect of him is yeah. that he's one of the smartest um, guys I've been around. Just when it comes to understanding the game of football, I feel like he's he's fixed so many things for us, whether that's protection or just the plays that he's able to make. I mean. Um, he's not the biggest guy in stature, but I mean, I'll vouch for it for against anybody that he's probably one of the hardest guys to tackle just because um, how well he moves and his low um, center of gravity. So he's just always bound to make big plays yeah. and give us a spark on offense that we need. And Grayson, as we move ahead into to spring, second year for you under Coach Mack and this spring ball, talk about for you and, and the, the comfortability you have. Obviously, you know, the same, the same offense with Coach Yost and what does it get to, you know, how a lot of guys returning as well and kind of being more comfortable um, with the spring this year? Um, yeah, I definitely think that there's, I mean, there's no replacement for game reps. So just, I, I could definitely yeah. feel myself from practice, including the, um, that, but mainly the games just um, every week I could feel myself growing and getting more comfortable, whether that was under their understanding the ops, uh, offense more understanding kind of just like when it came to checks and stuff like that what would um, help us um, best out and just more so learning how to prepare for another opponent um, every week and also when it comes with that um, getting kind of scouted against obviously just when teams start realizing what you do best and try to take that away from you and understanding how um, other defense are going to try to um, limit what you guys do so I would say that was probably the biggest um, changes I noticed but from in terms of a year to year improvement, um, I feel like I made a huge jump and just and also in this spring as well. So um, I'm excited for um, what's ahead. Yeah. So staying with that, I think a big part of the offense last year was how explosive the running game could be to, to lift up the offensive times. Mm -hmm. However, um, as we all know, with Flex Joseph out for the season, unfortunately, um, how much are you looking forward to seeing how some of the other guys like Kajan Owens and Antonio uh, Patterson blend into this offense? Because it's it, big shoes to fill. Yeah, as, mu as much as that loss um, hurts us with flex, I mean, obviously you want to have them out there. I feel like our running back room is actually really talented. I feel like mm -hmm. that hasn't necessarily been able to be uh, showcased yet, but just from what obviously what we see in practice every day and what I know those guys are consistently capable of and also a guy like Shamari that we just um, brought in from the transfer portal. Um, he's, he's a hard runner. He's a bigger back. That, um, I feel like that's a, something that's good for us to be able to have, just be able to push the pile forward and stuff like that. But yeah, um, Shamari, um, Kijan and Antonio are all three guys I expect to be big for us this upcoming year. And they're all explosive and talented in their own way. So I'm looking forward to be able to showcase them. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about the receivers. Um, obviously, the guys are throwing the ball too, and uh, yeah. a lot of you know returning guys, and I think guys that are stepping up into your or into in the second year, whether it's Chris Mitchell, the fifth year mm -hmm. guy who you know looked really good last year, now talk of being the number one guy, Dean Patterson, mm -hmm. who's you know had a really came out really strong last year, and then you add in a couple names like Galen Parisi, Artis Sucker, among those yeah. others, and even freshman adding along um, in the fall. But what have you liked from the receiver that you've seen in the spring, and how much work can you guys improve on? with you under under center um well it comes to receiver room i feel like i was i mean i feel like nobody in the conference can really um say that they have the talent that we do i mean we have so much speed in the receiver room and so much big play uh, explosive capability that i know definitely wasn't showcased to its full extent last year but just knowing what all our guys are capable of i'm looking forward to that like you mentioned um 
uh, Chris can obviously run really well. That's um, what he's known for, for sure. And then obviously having a, a consistent guy like Dean who's able to just um, go and um, make plays and just be a good leader for us. And then obviously uh, Bracey, Bracey as well and Artez and guys like Ross. I mean, I expect them to be a big uh, piece for us. And then um, someone I, um, I know you guys are looking forward to is uh, to hear about as well is um, Eric Rivers. I expect him to be yeah. real good for us. He's a transfer. So, I mean, he's, he's shown some big play capability. He's got some speed to him. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do for us because I know he's going to ball. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Memphis, Memphis transfer. Yeah, right. Yes, sir. He has some nice plays this spring as well, so yeah. I yeah. agree with you there. Um, but also adding to that, um, you know, obviously a tough year or last year from standpoint of the offensive line, you know, there were times where, you know, some injuries yeah. and health problems kind of affected the gameplay. Overall, assuming the line can stay healthy, how much better can the offense even grow on into 2023? Yeah, I think similar to kind of the quarterback position, just being able to have that consistency of being out there on the field. I think that O-line is uh, big. So just having those young guys last year get those reps and then obviously – um, with certain people um, leaving in the spring, getting other guys reps as well um, is big for them just to be able to have that continuity up front, obviously, because they, they communicate a lot um, as much as me or if not more, just being able to pass things off, understanding who they're blocking. So just kind of having that chemistry with each other, I think, is is huge for them. So um, just having those reps, I think, is um, going to be really good. And just I've seen growth in them throughout the whole spring. I know the coaching staff has as well. So. I'm excited for them. I know we have um, some transfers coming in and young guys like Travis Burke and Nair Jackson or, that we're trying to um, – and J.D. Lee as well that we're trying to um, get going in. And obviously we've got returners like Bach and Peace and Phillip Houston, so they'll be able to hold it down um, from the veteran aspect of it. Let's briefly talk a bit uh, about the other quarterbacks on the roster. Um, obviously everyone wants to be the starter come week – it's not one, it's zero versus Louisiana <laughs> Tech. But being the veteran in that position, what have you learned from the order from the other uh, quarterbacks? And what do you think you've taught them in the process? Yeah, it's funny you say that because I, I kind of joke about it all the time. I feel like, I mean, I feel like I'm obviously I'm the veteran in the room, especially when it comes to playing time and certain um, in that aspect as well. So it's, and I feel like I've um, honestly, I feel like I've barely been here. So just to kind of be in that position is, is kind of ironic, but. I would say just the maturation process for myself has been um, something I've um, focused on a lot, just understanding that you kind of have to be that consistent force or a consistent positive um, force for the team and for the Mm -hmm. room and just kind of showing other guys kind of how to keep your composure and how to handle your business and your preparation uh, is something that I um, strive to set an example for. Mm. And we look ahead into the schedule. Oh, what were you saying, Jake? No, no, no. Go ahead, Johnny. Oh. I was gonna say we got we got look we already have the schedule out and uh, it's a it's an interesting schedule we talked about week zero the yeah. we give you the first game of the year and then you got the yeah. midweek games on the Wednesdays on national television mm. which will be exciting for for exposure of you guys in, in the program but what are some games you're looking forward to to be playing and from like you know a standpoint of, of teams per se. Um, I feel like anybody that kind of was on the schedule last year, I'm definitely looking forward to that. We um, obviously it was a close game or we didn't um, get the win like we um, wanted to. But I think opening up against La Tech will definitely be fun, obviously, just with how that game went last year. I I know they'll be coming in looking for some revenge when we go to their place. So that'll be fun for sure. And obviously, when we play North Texas again, that's always kind of like a personal game Mm -hmm. just because those guys are from home. And I know some people on the team. 
Um, and then I would say Yukon for sure. That would be fun to go up there. That's a trip I'm looking forward to. And then just like you guys, I'm curious to see how these midweek games will turn out. It'll be, it's going to be an interesting experience for us all and a first. So playing on Wednesdays will be interesting. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm curious to see how that plays out with traveling and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously we have, um, I would say, um, Arkansas second to yeah, last game. That's five, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure because that's always a fun experience. I remember um, my freshman year when we went to play Texas Tech, what that was like just being in that environment yeah, and um, just kind of what it took preparation-wise that week is something that um, I'm looking forward to and it's exciting just having that um, big um, big opponent ahead and you know that what the competition level is going to be that week. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd, I'd love to talk a bit about the the, the – Spring show. It's not a spring game. It's a spring showcase that was mm-hmm. this Saturday. Oh, we were all there, of course, but yeah, <laughs> things didn't work out. Got rained out, which is unfortunate. But this happened. Okay, that was cool. Um, <laughs> what I want to know, Grayson, is who started it and who ended it? Um, the funny thing about that, who started it was actually Coach Mack. I think um, everybody was actually just kind of in there um, chilling, just kind of ready to see what, what the news was going to be about when we were going to go back out there. And um, Coach Mack came back in from being outside the locker room and he started, um, he turned the speaker on and he just kind of yelled out, um, let's get some music. And he kind of started a little dance battle between um, some of the guys. And that, that turned to the huddle. And then that turned into obviously going on Instagram. So it was fun to be able to see that. Obviously, just kind of being in South Florida, that's just the vibe from a lot of the guys on the team. Mm-hmm. like to have fun and be able to dance. So um, just seeing that personality is um, fun for the, to see from us. I got to well, ask, how would you rate uh, Coach Mack's uh, dance skills? I mean, we couldn't see a whole lot, but you guys can see ooh, more. Ooh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I know he might see this. He might be watching, but I don't know. I, I might have to go like two out of ten. <laughs> two out of ten. <laughs> but my, I, I want to see him versus Chase, though. That, that would be a sight to see. Yeah, yes. versus Chase is something I got to I gotta ask for, for sure. We, we, we keep hearing these amazing things about Chase. So, I mean, hey, Chase, <laughs> if, if you're watching, you, you, you know what you got to do, right? Yeah. Well, I, I played that video because I needed a, a good transition to this comment from Kevin saying, we need Grayson's top Drake songs since Eric Henry obviously <laughs> loves Drake. Um, oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. Yeah. Shout out my boy, Eric. You know, I know he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's moving on to some, some nice opportunities going mm-hmm. forward, but um, I'll always argue with him that, you know, Drake <laughs> is the GOAT, even though he's, you know, not the biggest fan, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, st- I stand that, firm though. in my opinion on that one <laughs> all right well cool again and, and yes yeah you're absolutely right shout out eric henry just just uh, one of the goats of fiu athletics on social on, on social media and just getting the word of the panthers out there um we we, we wish eric best of luck um in his next sure. opportunity so going back to 2023 uh something that'll be interesting to see this season is how the 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 new conference USA 2.0 plays out with with a good chunk of the teams gone and a few more brought in a couple of which are from FCS 
just mm-hmm. how do you feel FIU? Where does FIU stand in the conference at this moment, being the wild, wild west of conferences? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the conference, I'd say, is probably a little bit all over the place just in terms of kind of um, geographically speaking. But mm-hmm. um, where we stand, I, I feel pretty good about it. I, mean, I know we can definitely be competitive in the conference this year, um, just obviously with what we're bringing back and what we I know everybody's been improving. But just in terms of um, who, who we're playing as well, I feel confident about um, being able to be competitive and obviously getting some more wins this year. So it'll be fun. I know we um, got um i'm looking forward to adding liberty i know that would be a Mm -hmm. big opponent to have obviously just returning um just the usual powerhouse that is um, western kentucky that um be presumed to be at the top every year and uh, um, middleton would be good just having them as well but i'm curious to see how it'd be with new mexico state obviously we played them um, last year and that was a big win for us that'll be a fun game and then um, Jacksonville State, I know we've, um, FIU's played them, I want to say, in the last five years or so. Yeah, so it, I mean, there are some familiar familiar foes, but, yeah, familiar foes on the schedule. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. It'll be fun just to have some new faces in the conference and just some new places to go to as well. So it'll be a fun year. And and as I'm sitting here interested seeing all the teams that left the conference to go to either the Sun Belt or the AAC, I'm just wondering if you have – if there are any teams – that left that that in that low key you're kind of thinking oh, I'm kind of happy they're 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 out of the conference and and one less thing to worry about. Um, I wouldn't say there's anybody that I'm like happy they're gone. If anything, I would say the only re- only team I wish didn't leave is FAU just because the guaranteed <laughs> just rivalry. Mm-hmm. You know, just obviously the last two years we haven't beat them that I've been there, so not being able to play them next year is kind of disappointing in my opinion weird but, i mean i know Strange. we play them the fall yeah it's gonna be more weird than anything but i know we play them 2024 i believe so mm-hmm. um, it's crazy how there are so wednesday football back, games right? and a bunch of night games but the craziest thing is that we're not playing the owls it's just i don't know, I it's, know. It's, it's, <laughs> as long as there's been fiu football there's been the shula bowl so um gus asks a great question shout out to gus he's who are you most excited about beating next season Whoa, what a question, Gus. Mm, I, I mean, I want to say, I feel like the easy answer is everybody. But, everybody. Um, I would say for me personally, I, the, the game I'm looking forward to the most is probably Western Kentucky just because mm-hmm. how that game went last year. I feel like it's there's so much um, that was left on the table or it was just kind of more um, um, misconceiving than anything else because, I mean, Anytime you see a score like that, I mean, I feel like there's got to be more to the story. And um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking forward to being able to kind of make up for that and um, get another chance to go at those guys. Coming back here, too. We're at, we're at home. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You're right. You're right. Season, season, regular season finale. So mm-hmm. that would be a good one. So, Grayson, something interesting that we saw last week um, was the rule change in college football. There were a few rule changes, but the biggest one was that the game clock is no longer going to stop after a first down except for under two minutes and a half. Uh, just so just tell us, what do you think about the change? Was it needed or was it unnecessary? Um, I think, I mean, honestly, I'm interested to see how it plays out. I think it might be good just for in terms of like player safety. I feel like it would probably bring the number of plays down just with that clock um, continuously running. So I definitely think that would probably be good um, to avoid injuries and certain things like that and obviously speed up the the pace of the game. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that and I'm excited for it. And then obviously it doesn't change anything for two minutes. So 
I mean, two minutes always the crunch time, and yeah. I mean that's kind of what you kind of think about growing up is those little those moments to go win the game. So that'll still be fun, but. I'm looking forward to it, and I think, um, personally, I think it will be probably good for just player health and just the mm -hmm. um, continuation of um, having a positive season going forward without injuries. Do you have any other rule changes in mind for college football? or? Um, as long as they can keep the uniform police away from us, I have <laughs> no complaints. I, kn I know Coach Mack was um, really big on the uniform rules whenever he first got here. Um, so uh, that's definitely something I, I would say. As long as they stay away from us, I have no complaints. I, knee well, pads I, just need to be above the knees, and if that's okay, then I don't, I'm real quiet over here. <laughs> Good answer. Um, so, uh, speaking of uniforms, because I, 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 I do I do love me some uniforms. FIU announced, I want to say, like it's been a month ago, Mm -hmm. that you're going to be getting some yeah. vice uniforms. Do you have any any insight that you that you can share with us on on what we can expect? Um I mean, I can't I can't give away all the goodies, but I know we have some we have some good things in store for sure. I mean, mm -hmm. I know we got the vice ones coming up that they announced and I know um um there's definitely some other things in store that we're cooking up and I just I got to give a shout out to my guy Ricky, my equipment oh, manager. Yeah. That's that's the that's the man with the plan, the man with all the gear. So you got to show love to the equipment guys. They're always on top of their things, helping us out um, as much as they can as quickly as possible. So I appreciate all the work that they do. So um, you know, Ricky, I know I hope I know he's cooking up some good things for us. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, it'll, it'll be good to see. Yes, sir. By the way, um, before we get to news break, I did want to talk about something that's been that we've talked about for a couple of episodes on the show and that's just the transfer portal in general when when we spoke with david drucker he pretty much slandered it for 10 minutes straight but <laughs> when we talked with eric henry about it he was very supportive of it uh so who, who better who better to um talk about the transfer portal than someone who of course is around it being an active football player just what are your thoughts on the state of the transfer portal I mean, I, I definitely see both sides um, to it. I think it's it can be good for players. Obviously, just to, it's really always just depends on your own like personal situation. Um, I feel like it can be good, but all about just kind of your situation and your motives for entering. I think it can be both um, good and bad. Obviously, being an FIU fan, it kind of feels like we just you get your your heart ripped out of you every time you see one of our um, like productive players into the portal. But Chamber, I feel like that's yeah. just kind of. Yeah, that's kind of the state of college football these days, especially being one of the, the smaller schools. I feel like it's it's just common to just kind of have your talent post away from um, bigger schools. So I feel like that's something that you kind of just have to be prepared for. And I feel like our staff has done a good job um, being able to replace those pieces um, to the best of um, our ability. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to the guys we've brought in. It hurts losing this, um, certain people that have entered the portal, but I mean, I personally think um, it can be, I think it can be a good thing just depending on um, what your situation is. But I mean, always, if it, if it, if it works out best for you, then I'm all for that. Mm -hmm. And as Grayson, as we wrap kind of, you know, looking ahead into 2023, I want to ask you, what is, what is your mindset for this year? I know four and eight last year and look, four and eight people thought you guys weren't going to even win a single game. That's mm -hmm. overachieving, but still it feels like this year you have a lot bigger things ahead. What is the mindset for this team? You know, kind of about to, you know, if you guys can one more games, a lot of history for, for, for you guys to make. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like obviously last year we won those four games, which is um, more than really a lot of people expected us to, but 
mean, personally, I feel like we are capable of so much more and um, should have won more than those four. But um, looking up to this or looking forward to this upcoming year, it's just kind of taking it week by week and not looking too, too far ahead for anything else. And um, I, I mean, I know we'll be, we'll be prepared. And I mean, I know the expectations are definitely high this year. And um, I would I mean, there's no reason in my eyes that we can't um, go to a bowl game for sure. And I know that would be a big deal for this school. So, I mean, that's definitely something that I have as a personal goal uh, to be able to um, get FIU back to um, bowl season for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a while, but we're all we're all hoping, right? Right. So, yes, sir. Let, let, let's take a quick break then. And it is time. Oh, I got I did it right. Cool. For the pause up podcast news break, a quick look at some of the latest news from FIU athletics and just FIU in general. Let's conveniently stay with football. The Panthers announced earlier today that they've locked in a future home-and-home -home series with the South Florida Bulls of the American Athletic Conference, or should I say not-so-South? Tampa's not South, guys. The first game of the series will be played at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa in 2026, with the latter game back in Miami at the FIU Football Stadium in 2029. This is another team added to the list of non-conference opponents for FIU in the years to come, which includes teams such as previously mentioned FAU, North Texas, along with Indiana, Central Michigan, and UConn. Moving on to baseball. Yesterday, Cleveland Guardians pitcher and former FIU Panther Logan Allen recorded his first ever start in the big leagues against the hometown Miami Marlins, and he did not disappoint. In six innings of work, Allen struck out eight batters and only gave up five hits, five hits and one earned run. The Guardians went on to beat the Marlins by a score of 7-4. to four. Next up, FIU's Graduate International Business Program has improved its national position in the category to number four in the U.S. News and World Report rankings. In addition, it's second in the nation among pug, uh, public universities, and is FIU's top-ranked program overall. Some other noteworthy FIU programs included for the top 100 for public universities are nursing, public health, public affairs, and engineering. Finally, the Pause Up Podcast Twitter account hit 100 followers earlier today. I posted this earlier on Twitter, but a big thank you to all the students, alumni, athletes, and fans of FIU that have followed the account and have supported us from episode one all the way back in November of last year to now. So thank you guys very much. We have some awesome content coming up. And that was your uh, news break. So let's get right back into it. Um, Grace and James, again, we can't thank you enough for being here and um, just taking some time to uh, talk some football. Let's get a couple of comments from some of our viewers this one this uh sean prendergast says hey grayson willie peace pops here i have a great feeling y'all make a bowl game next year jeep representing texas well my man what's what's up mr uh prendergast obviously you see, I'm I'm repping our, our great state right here. So, mm -hmm. and I, um, me and Will are actually uh, he's from uh, Prosper, which is uh, probably 30 minutes or so around from where I live. So we live uh, pretty close to each other. But obviously, you know, uh, we we appreciate the the support from back home, and 
Um, I definitely agree with you about uh, the bowl game. So, you know, we'll, me, me and my boy Will, we would definitely uh, do our best to hold it down. Fantastic, my man. All right, cool. <laughs> Moving on back to Gus. Oh, and this is a good one. Coming from Texas and after getting a taste of Miami's football culture, culture, what are some of the similarities that stick out to you between the two football powerhouse cultures, and who do you think will win an all-star game between the two? Ooh, I mean, obviously, 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 I got to go with Texas. We're going to – we're the best state for um, football, for undisputed. High school football, just in general, we produce um, the most uh, – Okay. Easily, easily, but – I like us in the game for sure, but in terms of um, just the comparison between the two, obviously I feel like both states are um, just uh, very talent rich in terms of just having athletes in general. Um, I will say though, just coming down here, just just guy for guy, uh, I think the speed might be a little a little more lethal mm. down here in Miami, just in general, because I swear there's everybody is fast and everybody can run. Yeah. So that's definitely one one thing I would say, but um, and. I, I got to say, we're talking like the greatest football players to come from Miami. Like, who on an all-star Texas offense is getting past Ray Lewis in his prime at Miami? Who's doing that? Ooh, ooh, see? He's just saying, Texas, just, just saying. saying. <laughs> just saying. He, he knows. Um, Culture-wise, but I don't know. Have you guys seen the the stadiums that we have in Texas? I don't know. They are massive. They are massive. We don't play play about football. Yeah, we don't play about Mm. football back home. That's for sure at all. But, I mean, that's a fair question to ask about Ray Lewis. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't know about too many guys that want to say they want want to go up up against that guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Alrighty then, let's kick it off with some with some miscellaneous questions we have here. We have here, Johnny, kick us off. Yeah, so you said Jace Gabriel is your funniest teammate, but are you still going with them? Who, who's overall funniest guy in the locker? Ooh, I think I think to give him a run for his money is um, my boy Kristoff uh, Polis. K one, yeah, K one. I don't know <laughs> them two okay. right there. I mean, them two right there need a, definitely a competition but yeah having those guys in the locker room is always a joy i mean they're always real upbeat just always having that that entertainment it's just they're they're, they're always good to have around just good do good dudes good vibes so i mean i enjoy having them as teammates for sure who are you giving the ox cord to and who are you not giving the ox cord to Ooh, i think i would give the ox cord to myself because I, I i mean in terms of versatility i i would give myself the crown for that but who would I not give it to? Probably Jamal Potts, because all we would get is just you would just only get music from the um the Instagram video the other day. All the hip shaking Miami um, beats and stuff like that. I would I would not give it to him. I, that's not fun to come into at six in the morning for sure. So sorry. Yeah, that's that's real. That's painful on the brain early in the morning. I got who? Who's the team hype man? Who's who's, who's getting fired up? Who I, I think I gotta go Reggie Pete. He's he's okay. always yeah, he's always on one ten with him. There's there's no it's zero or one ten with him. So I mean having him as a rah rah guy, I definitely enjoy. I mean it definitely kinda gets on your nerves a little bit at practice when you have him going back and forth with the offense. But having him on your side on Saturday is definitely um fun. Just having that um that competitive fire with him and just kind of be able to go jaw back and forth with 
other guys. Um, mm-hmm. Just, just yeah, that having that competitive nature is something that I enjoy being around with them. Though I will say, I I have heard some amazing uh, pep tops talks from Coach Mike McIntyre. He's yeah. really good at those. He, he knows how to make yeah, it. Sure. And and mm-hmm. yeah, he is absolutely lights out. I see. I see what you did there. That was good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. I, really, I, I had to get nice my transition. my status quo in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what's the go to uh, spot on campus for food, uh, Grayson? Where Where are you going to get your meal? Ooh, I feel like you can't go wrong with Chick Fil A, but I feel like mm-hmm. the go to is is Myra's food wow. truck. Dude, yeah, that's 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 my number one. I I can't go wrong with that one, especially with just how many different things he has and just kind of having that um that food truck feel. I feel like it also just kind of gives it an extra boost too. So that, that's, that's definitely one, my favorite. That's the one right outside Green Library, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. By, yeah, by library in GC. Their, what's, what's uh, the their chicken strips are very good. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. You mentioned that. I'll, my go-to is the lemon pepper tender meal. That's that's mm. my go-to. With the extra <laughs> okay. with the extra sauce. The extra sauce can't beat it. Now, Race, I got to ask you. Told us that you're the Cowboys. You were for them. Uh, I think. Do you were for every 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 Dallas team? All, all of them. Um. Honestly, for the only th- the team I wouldn't say is baseball. I mean, I'm kind of when it comes to baseball, I'm kind of more open. I'd say probably more of a player guy when it comes mm-hmm. to baseball, but. Uh, for football, Dallas Cowboys, obviously, we're America's team. We're winning the Super Bowl every single year. You guys know that as well as I do. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, um, for basketball, yeah, the Mavs as well. So, But, yeah, big Cowboy fan. And I, I will give Dallas their their props. They have T.Y., and, and we all love T.Y., and um, – Loved him when he was in Indianapolis, and I think he's found himself a good home with Dak and the um, the, the Cowboys offense. And hey, the fact that they knocked off Brady in like his last game ever. Yeah, I know maybe, we sent him home for crazy. the last time. Yeah, you never know with him. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. No, no guarantee he stays retired. So, uh, talking to a quarterback, I have to ask you a quarterback esque question: Who is on your Mount Rushmore? Of NFL quarterbacks, ooh, I feel like that's such that's a definitely like a, a generation type question because I, I don't mm-hmm. want to rope anybody the wrong way. But for me, I feel like obviously Tom Brady, he's up there mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I'd say number two, especially just kind of how he's just changed the game so much with just how he throws the football. Obviously, there's not the accolades as much like Super Bowl wise that other guys have. I feel like Peyton Manning's got to be up there too. Okay. Um, and then for a number four, ooh, ooh, ooh. For me growing up, also just being see him, I feel like he was like the model for consistency is Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was always just – you knew he was going to throw for 5,000 every single year. I mean, they were going to be in the playoffs. They were going to be competitive. So I feel like he's got to be number four. I, I would have bet you said Drew Brees. Yeah, that, that that's a great list. That's a great list. I like how you pick the guys you've seen, you know, because sometimes people go – that's wrong, but like if you've seen the quarterback, like you know, yeah, that's your choice. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, I gotta ask you, we, we talked uh, watching sports. I, I saw you and the team out at baseball and softball, I think, this past weekend. But uh, what's your favorite mm-hmm. team watching at FIU, whether it's basketball or all the other sports? What's your favorite one? 
I'll probably say the basketball games are the most fun. I feel like um, just obviously with how many people end up coming to those games and mm-hmm. uh, and then the team was, I'd say, pretty good this um, last year as well. So just that environment, um, having everybody in the arena, um, I feel like is always a nice experience. And obviously when we're winning, it's even more fun. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, we get we get some alley-oops going, get some paws up on the free throws. I mean oh. – you get the whole the, the whole environment, fans involved. I feel like it's it's always can't really beat that in a basketball game. Hey, have you been to a um a soccer match uh, on campus, Grayson? I have. I actually been. Those games are actually wild. I mean, ah. I, I've never, I never, I didn't grow up like a big fan of soccer, so I, I can't right. really enjoy it because I don't understand it as much. I feel like compared to basketball, but I have been to some of those, and I I went to what game was it in the. The one we hosted in the playoffs, I want to say. I can't uh, remember who we went against. New Hampshire? Uh, yes. The, the one that um, went through uh, shootouts forever? Yes. Okay. Um, but, yeah, just being able to see that environment was awesome just because I know mm-hmm. being down here in Miami and obviously soccer is like um, the world sport as much as it hurts to say that. Um, um, so, yeah, just seeing that appreciation and the vibes of those games is um, always fun. We'll 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 let that comment slide because we are FIU and the I stands for international, right? But <laughs> yes, that's very true. What do you think about the current state of the FIU football stadium? Because it's getting it's undergoing some small renovations, obviously with that donation they got mm-hmm. to be upgrading the locker rooms and some hydrotherapeutic facilities as well, which sounds all sounds super, super cool. So just mm-hmm. what do you think about uh your workspace. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, we come back um, in the summer with a new locker room. That's going to be exciting. I feel like just kind of thinking back to the recruitment process, I feel like that's one of the things you kind of always look forward to is kind of seeing what the locker room looks like. So just having that will be definitely um, exciting for us. I know that will be good for um, recruitment as well, just getting um, guys in and being able to see that. Um, I'm excited for that. And then obviously with the Hydrotherapy pools, I mean, that would be good for recovery because that's a definitely a big thing um, for us just with how much we put on our bodies. I'm looking forward to that. And um, I know that's obviously just having um, Scott Carr as our AD has been really nice because mm-hmm. he's just been so progressive and so um, just building that foundation and taking FIU to another level. Um, I have all the respect for him, and I appreciate everything that he's done for um, not only us as the football program, but just the entire athletics department in general is something that um i know everybody's thankful to have him here mm-hmm. well since since we are a podcast and i almost guarantee you scott's watching scott's watching <laughs> this right now do you have any 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 suggestions or anything you'd like to see uh, yourself improve for the football stadium or maybe some other facilities on campus that you just like to get your message out Mm, mm, let me think. Let me think. I, kn- I know we're getting our um, a dining hall, so I mean, I can't can't really complain there. I mean, nope. we've obviously um, upgraded our um, stadium club just with other things that we have in there for um, just for entertainment and recovery. I feel like honestly, I mean, we're getting new uniforms. I don't. There's not much we can really ask for. I mean, he's doing everything that mm-hmm. kind of you want as an athlete. Just seeing that that um, promotion for us, that that driving force to just kind of continue to grow the program and be able to have as much exposure for us. Um, I don't think there's really much that I can say that he's not doing. So, I mean, shout out, shout out to the man with the plan. Mm-hmm. All righty. Johnny, do you have anything else, my man? I mean, honestly, uh, it's just great 
having a student athlete on, I would say for sure, you know, uh, it's a different, it's a different, you know, mindset having it's between, you know, having an adult, I would say, I mean, we're all right. adults, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool or having okay. a student athlete hear their experience and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, what it's like, you know, being, you know, playing football at the highest level. Yeah, I agree. I, um, th like, like I said earlier, thank you for, for having me on. I appreciate it. I know that just kind of gives that different perspective, the interaction. I feel like it's kind of good. Obviously, I know that there'll probably be some other um, student athletes on after me as well. So just it's an honor to be the, the first active one to be on here. So I appreciate mm -hmm. you guys for having me on. I, I, I'm super happy you specified active because yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Billy Gill, who was <laughs> technically speaking, and we have photo evidence, except I don't have a photo with me right now. The first ever athlete on the show he was the, he was a track and field goat from what from what he said on his episode of the show but Grayson we can't thank you enough for joining us today uh, for episode 18 of the pause up podcast and uh, as we close out here approaching 45 minutes a bit a bit earlier than we anticipated but it's all good I'd like to just give you give you the room if you have any thing you'd like to tell the fans of FIU prior to the uh, upcoming 2023 football season uh now would be the time so go for it um i would just like to say um I, I i'm thankful for the continued support i know my teammates are as well i know that um the spring game or spring showcase didn't happen like um we all were looking forward to but just the um, continued support is appreciated and um i know we're looking forward to showing you guys more um excitement this upcoming season and continue to improve on what we were building last year and um, just show everything that Coach Mack is building here at FIU. And then also a fun fact is um, me and my man, Jonathan, we live on the same floor. So I'll be seeing <laughs> you around. I'll be seeing him around before um, University of semester's over. Towers. I, I won't oh, tell towers, you what number it is, though. I won't tell you what number it is, man. <laughs> oh, so I so you you two have run into each other late in night going to Breezeway, getting getting having the munchies, getting some Breezeway. <laughs> that's that's I, I I learned a lot about Johnny today. I didn't even expect uh, expect that. Okay, <laughs> well, again, uh, Grayson, thanks for being on the show. You've you've been an awesome guest, and uh, we hopefully we can maybe bring you back on the show at at, uh, at the end of the season when you've hoisted the conference usa championship trophy and just beat i don't know miami and the orange bowl i i, I don't know but we'll, hey, we'll uh, see. sounds good to me possible. we all love this sport yeah. yeah yes sir thank you for having me i appreciate it it's been it's been fun for sure so i'm yeah, I definitely look forward to it anytime you guys want to have me on yeah i'm always down for that so just let me know awesome so again i i speak for myself with of course my good friend jonathan mayor and our and our amazing guest grayson james when i say uh, have a great night, everybody. Thank you for for watching, whether it was on the Pause Up Twitter account or the Lemon City Facebook and YouTube. And uh, as always, pause up. Pause up. <laughs>